poltergeist are usually associated with an individual. Hauntings seem to be connected with an area. A house, usually. Poltergeist disturbances over a fairly short duration, perhaps a couple of months. Hauntings can go on for years. Are you telling me that all of this could just suddenly end at any time? Unless it's a haunting. But hauntings don't usually revolve around living people. Then we don't have much time, Dr. Lush, because my daughter is alive somewhere inside this house. A terrible presence is in there with her. So much rage. So much betrayal. I've never sensed anything like it. I don't know what hovers over this house, but it was strong enough to punch a hole into this world. Take your dog away from you. Run to the light, Caroline. Run as fast as you can. No, honey, no. No, it's a lie. You can't choose between life and death when we're dealing with what is in between. Now tell her before it's too late. Run to the light, baby. Mommy is in the light. Tell her you're waiting for her. Mommy is waiting for you in the light. I hate you for this. Captivated and entranced, 1982 America's preoccupation with life after death was ignited by a sleeper summer movie, Poltergeist. Possessed sides of beef, skinny dipping with the dead, and by far the most frightening thing ever, child-sized clown doll. Who knew the dead would be so pissed by a change in zoning? While Zelda Rubinstein gave us the quotable quote, this house is clean, this movie also brought forth one of the most famous lines in movie history, uttered by sweet little Heather O'Rourke. And now, they're here. Our hosts, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington try to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Star Attacks. We watched a movie. We yes, watched it was. one of my most favorite, favorite movies. But before we get too deep into it, I do want to introduce our guest today, Graham Taylor. Yeah! Woo! Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Graham, welcome. Yeah, I don't know what I'm here for. <laughs> I am so stoked to have you on the show. So, so stoked. Anytime I can get the perspective of not an architect, I get really excited, especially someone who's a, it, I would say from the, uh, the workplace perspective the brokers for us and brokerage firms it those are the people that we go to for a lot of the time for work um and you're the ones who are working with developers to shape the actual need for architects and designers to show up on the scene so you being a part of this it all starts with me i, I know. gotta create the deal bring in the developer <laughs> so the developer can hire the architect so tell us a little about what you do uh, thank you, Robert. Uh, wonderful to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, hopefully, I can live up to these expectations. They sound mighty high. Oh, no, no, no. You won't. Yeah. But that's okay. You okay, know, in a basement. <laughs> uh, a little bit about what I do. Uh, I look around the city uh, here in Portland. I'm a Portland native. Um, born that's and a raised. Rarity. Yeah, there's not many of us rarity. left. Rarity. Yeah. I mean, We're working on it. Yeah. 
Um, but look around the city and say, hey, that's a great piece of real estate. Something else ought to be there. You know, it's got a higher and better use, <laughs> higher and better purpose. And then I say, please let me sell your building. I promise I'll. I've got a right prospect thing. for you. Oh, yeah. Tell oh, me. Yeah. It's just down the street. Yeah. Is it a house? We'll talk after the show. Okay. okay. It has good. a higher and better purpose. <laughs> yes. I think it does. Higher. Higher. Um, You're a visionary. I can do. Typically represent sellers and go out and source developers that uh, all have that same appreciation that I do, that believe what I tell them, and want to put a building up, build something nice and pretty, a shiny box, and rent it, and hopefully make a tidy, tidy little profit doing so. (laughs) With a share for me, and a share for the architects, and a share for the interior designers. Everybody gets a share. Everybody gets a share. Well, and one thing that really like stuck out in my short time working with you at the the global commercial brokerage giant brokerage firm G B F right, right. Yes. that one um, was that <clears throat> excuse me the deal that you had worked was for a jail within our area ah, yes. and that that it had that impact on local. Um, Government. You're giving and it, it away too much. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the part that I totally was digging, it was like just me and you watching the whole thing about the the city council. And I don't think people understand, like, these are the people that these, – these people that have no idea that we're continually trying to educate them in, like, a 10-minute – maybe if you get 10 minutes about the goods and the bads of, of what it is we're trying to do in the city – and I was shocked that it was just like me and you sitting there going, oh, man, like watching a football game. Like, oh, she, oh, she didn't say that. What is she doing? And it was awesome. So that is a lot of the reason why you are here today. Thank to you. talk about All zoning right. and the impact of local uh, economics. Now, when you were dealing with that prison, did you bring up the movie The Rock at all? Or Escape from Alcatraz? I mean, these things would probably sell well, technically, anything that, that you need that to. That prison was a government reservation. Were there ghosts on it? There were probably there are. Definitely, the, the movies and filming came up at this uh, this particular facility because they're really? n- yeah they they would lease the building oh, for yeah. filming. Um, Grimm apparently was filmed uh, a couple episodes out there and oh. others and just yeah they'd have full on production crews out there. So is the new is the new owner doing that too? Um, he might be. Um, I think he's open to any ideas. Oh yeah. yeah. I- <laughs> If you have a movie, you want to produce a movie, he's got a facility for it. Prison. We'll Prison. It. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk. Stark Let's talk. Stark attacks. Uh, we want to produce a movie. We do? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Prison themed? Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I've got a we facility. We have that location, and we can get it cheap. It's going to be about prison. Oh, the price is right. Yeah. It's called Prison Hostel. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, Roberta, Vince, and I have been writing the script. We'll, we'll, I know. We'll I, let you in on it. We'll let you in on it. Wow. Yep. Do I get a credit? Absolutely. Sure. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so we watched Poltergeist. Yes, we did. 1982 version, not the 2015 Sam Hoosie What's It's. They remade God, this? God, I can't even. Like, yeah, they remade they it did. and I watched it. Why? Why? Why not? People, they stop remade. remaking movies. Just they make something new for Christ's sake. We just talked about how they remade Back to School. Right. It was kind of creepy. But it was CGI kind of creepy. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like this where Poltergeist eighty two had so many amazing practical effects. The magic of like a classic Steven Spielberg movie. It oh, really yeah. is. Right. Spielberg's just... name was lit like 
every credit of Except this movie. It should have been. I mean, I mean, the the, pra- the the practical effects of this is so what kept great. me going through this movie because they were awesome. And it's 1982. How yeah. did they do that? It was great. I loved it. I loved the, everything about it. The effects were no, the effects were great, but the I mean, the face melting scene is. Oh, I mean, oh. that's that's. It's not great. Martin Casella. Where are you now? I'll tell you where he is oh, now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Wait, that's for another part of the show. Right. Um, yeah, so Poltergeist. And as you, as we see the opening shot, the part I love so much, and it reminds me, this whole movie is just like a big flashback to my own childhood because this movie Agreed. shaped my absolute fear of clowns, closets who would buy their trees. kid that damn Under doll man that's, oh my god that doll what the hell it's like who saw that on the shelf that's at the store and it's like oh you know timmy would love oh, that oh that's so whimsical and jolly and who <laughs> keeps putting it on the chair at the end of the bed every night your it's kid's afraid there. of it <laughs> creepy clown on a chair oh, it gets better so growing up my grandmother collected all sorts of odds and ends and she had a thrift store booth and she she had this Emmett Kelly clown puppet and we would she kept it in the guest room of where we would stay and sleep and it was at the foot of our bed and this fucking puppet would just stare at us and like I would cover up its face so I could get dressed because I swore it was watching me with a Chewbacca t-shirt no it was Tweety Bird it had little felty letters that said Roberta (laughs) I I love that that kid's room and it's all Star Wars it's it's like all the toys you wanted as a kid Oh, you know, God. all the Star Wars I had those merch. toys. And then awesome. that creepy ass clown That's is like the one share is like the, the red hair. There's no way no, she wanted no that clown. clown. Yeah. yeah, who? No one wanted that clown. She was in bed with that clown. What? Yes. Yeah. No, yes. no, the clown really? was in bed, bed with her. her. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Clowning around. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. No, I had I, it's like, I had I had clown figurines <laughs> in my room, and I had to ask my parents to turn them around because I I couldn't sleep. I've been terrified of clowns ever since I read an Archie comic when a clown kidnapped Veronica with a knife, and I was, <laughs> and I was like, Jake. and then I was on the goddamn Bozo show as a kid, and I'm doing the Bozo. No buckets. way! Yeah, I'm doing the Bozo buckets, and Bozo's saying he's like, "Oh, Jeffrey, you've gotten so big." I'm like. How do you know you? This is the first time you've met me. I how am I got? How have I gotten so big? I had a little corduroy blazer on. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm gonna need some photo evidence. 1983. We need pictures. I need a picture. Are oh, I have pictures? I have I have it on DVD. No shit. Yeah. I I want. We will post Bucket photos, number four. friends. But terrified. You see me on the camera, and I'm just staring. <laughs> The hundred oh. like yards stare like oh my god this I'm right next to this clown I'm, I'm like, living the nightmare <laughs> terrified yeah so well, that clown on that goddamn chair the whole movie clown. I'm like like a kid sized clown like that clown was as big as the as boy Carolyn even if they're, even at the end where the, where they where the room gets all destroyed they go all through this stuff and then it's like towards the end of the movie they're they're sleeping in the bed why they didn't leave that house immediately but thank you yes yeah, I mean Thank which you. is just a mind boggling but. They put that clown back, back on the chair. Everything in that house has been destroyed, except, except for, the for that <laughs> fucking clown. <laughs> that's that's like half of the last page is like it was like, like all about the clown. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Toby Hooper, yes. who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I mean, he's great. Uh, has anyone ever seen a movie called Life Force that he did? Oh yes, it is so fucking bonkers. That woman will, has the best. It 
It's Boobs. about oh, this woman. There's a woman who's beautiful in this movie. It's like 1985. She's naked through the whole movie, just she, standing there. I don't think she naked. was in one this. other movie. Yes. Life Force. You have to see that. It Absolutely, is it's a total so, throwaway. But that woman's boobs are just amazing, perfect. She, the, the movie's so bonkers. It's about it's about an alien invasion, but these aliens <laughs> are like also vampires. Space vampires. <laughs> They're space vampires. Watch this movie, Life Force. Oh, and it's Anyways. got it's got Picard in it, so you'll like it. Oh no yeah, way. yeah, yeah. It's Picard. Yeah. Wait, does he have hair? No, nope. no. Yeah. Nope. He's, he's been bald. he's been bald since 1900. He's been bald. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, Toby Hooper's great. Uh, I guess he was supposed to. What was the backstory on this? Like he was supposed to he, direct ET or yes. something, and then but Spielberg took that and he gave him poltergeist yes all that but and then cast his assistant steven spielberg's assistant martin casella as the guy who rips oh, his face off that's his assistant okay yes yep yeah yes wow. i am place. full i'm chock full of trivia on this one because it you know you have to know the you have to embrace your fears and know them to to be able to destroy them and i'm telling you i lived in a house an old house when i saw this movie um way back in the days of Trenton, Michigan. And it was the same kind of door with like that crystal doorknob. Yeah. And the thing, and like it was an old house, so it would open by itself yeah. as soon as I was like, mom, dad, close the door, close the closet door. And it, it would, you know, enough to stick it. And that thing would swing open just because it was an old door and like foundation set all funky and that thing would open as soon as they would close the other door. <laughs> like, yeah! And then you looked over at your clown toy and you're like, help me. Oh, but I didn't tell you the best part about the Emmett Kelly clown puppet. After Grandma died. This is this is going. This is going this to be is good. Taking a dark turn. Yeah. The puppet shows up in our house. What? <laughs> it followed you. What? And my mother. So I was taking a nap, as as teenagers often do, taking a nap, and I hear the words, "Roberta, Roberta, dinner time. Wake up." And I open my eyes, and she put that puppet next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Roberta, Roberta, wake up. It's dinner time. And get ready to be terrified. <laughs> and I'm going to cut you. <laughs> so th- this uh, Toby Hooper and then Craig T. Nelson. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Incredible himself. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you guys know what the, the T stands for? No. The. I'm just kidding. Uh, Tiberius. <laughs> Craig oh, V. Nelson. No. Tiberius. <laughs> You get plus two nerd points. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has Heather O'Rourke, oh, who yeah. terrifies me. Oh, she's she wasn't like the g- most perfect little. I swear to God, she is an animatronic robot. She was not Steven cute Spielberg to me. She was created. like the Munchkin. No, 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 no. Selden Rubenstein. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was, wait, this has is clear. <laughs> the star of Teen Witch. <laughs> yes, the star of Teen Witch. I like her line. I like her line in this movie. She's like, "It's like hang back. You're jamming my frequencies." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the funny thing in that movie is like when they introduce Zelda Rubenstein, Greg T. Nelson's just his eyes are like, "What the fuck is this? Like, is this even human?" Well, like, he looked like he was standing on, on a box next to her. <laughs> that was his actual reaction. That was the first time he met her. She walked on the side. He's like, been. "What is this?" I had to look up what Knott's Berry Farm was. I what? what? I didn't know oh, what wow. that was. Guys, I grew up in middle of nowhere, Ohio. So, so it, Ohio. it yeah. started as a chicken stand oh. where you could buy fried chicken, and then the guy kept 
um, which would put your buying, stomach in knots. Buying old then, uh, ghost town buildings, and he set up like an old west ghost town behind the fried chicken place, uh-huh. and then that eventually turned into a theme park. So when he said it's a Knott's Berry Farm solution, he just thought it was like an amusement park, or I lesser guess. than Disneyland. I think yes. that's what, what it usually got like billing is the like it's the not poor, quite yeah, Disneyland the poor it's... version of Disneyland oh where you get chicken yeah you can, you can chicken. still get the fried chicken there still have the chicken okay good that's that's why I went there I wanted <laughs> yeah. the fried chicken come for the fun stay for, for the chicken I think that was essentially the <laughs> I thought there was fuck Disney come here instead it's cheaper more holistic Walt's an ass holistic <laughs> So we open the opening scene. What I super love, first of all, they have those televisions that are like a piece of furniture. The right. con- console the TV. console that's Huge. on the floor. Super giant. 8, with the buttons. You need, yeah, four men and a boy to carry it out of your home. Well, you need like a kid. That's why people had kids back in the day. Right. It was like, hey, change the channel change for me. Absolutely. Turn the volume up. That was me. That was yeah. me too. I, <laughs> hashtag you, me too. You, you could call a kid in from another room and say, change the channel for me. <laughs> yeah, put it on channel four. No, 10. Well, I guess it goes on they like to 10. They don't have channel 10, Dad. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Is on the UHF side? <laughs> <laughs> but, but they knew it was time to go to bed. It was really late at night when they played the anthem. Right. And then yeah. transmission cut off and it was just snow. I, I asked, and I'm like, I don't think kids today would quite understand that. The, test, like, the test pattern yeah, that came like, on it. I oh. vaguely remember I vaguely remember that, like having it, you know, go to and the test pattern coming up. But when did that stop? Or was it just when everyone got cable? I think so. Or did, it, I mean, but like it, now it, even no, networks are in, doing it's like the infomercials. infomercials. That's right. what it is, is they could sell that time. It's like, well, why, why not? waste it? I can't believe Why it not took them play that long something. to do that. Stoners are awake. I think there was a time when people actually went to bed at night. <laughs> there was a time when there were three networks and everybody watched TV from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. It was mm-hmm. prime time. They didn't yeah. have streaming and they didn't have Netflix and there were only three channels. You had to you be had, there. Yeah, and if you had and, to pee, you held it until the commercials and then you had to be very efficient with your two minutes and apparently, everyone had the same goddamn remote, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was... A, what was going on? That was my grandfather totally had one of those remotes. I remember it was, like, the first remote I ever saw. It was super cool. It, like, it clicked on, the, like, this little rod. And there were short ones, medium ones, and long ones. And it sent... It vibrated, right? And that vibration is what caused the TV to change. It wasn't, like, an infrared. It wasn't a radio mm-hmm. signal. It was the vibrations in a I little guess. metal rod that you hit your thumb on. That caused the TV to change channel. The, and so whoa. it would work across houses like that. So, wait, there was a fi- <laughs> like the, so the fi- there was a physical from it was the- It was three buttons. Mm-hmm. You could change the channel, but only in one direction at a time. Right. It would always go up, and then it would repeat. And mm-hmm. same with the volume. It would go up and then repeat. And oh, there was damn. an on and off. There are three buttons on the remote. Oh, so it just cycled through all the stations. Yeah. It's like up, up. So what was happening in in Poltergeist? Like, well, that, because were they just cro- no, that's no, co- that's just the TV, comedic the BS. TV, because no, it's not because no, those, I, those I, remotes, like you hit the button and the TV would respond to like a, a sound frequency. It's like hitting a tooting fork. Well, most most remotes now are IR, Good. and yeah, so they don't work outside the room. That's what right. that's the first thing is like nerd nerd. I, I, oh, they're mostly but, IR, but yeah. um, 
actually. Yeah, actually. So like they like you wouldn't it wouldn't go through the it wouldn't go through the walls unless of course they were EF and then but of course these were like tuning forks though. So it's like you hit a tuning fork. That's the guys, amazing. The guy's house next door could hear your tuning fork in your house. So they had it was like dueling tun- tuning forks. Yeah, yeah. And so it was Mister Rogers and the football game. That kid was not interested in watching Mr. Rogers, by the way. No. It was no. like an 11-year-old kid. A fat slob. Oh, the 80s when the fat kid was funny. Yeah. And so why was that neighbor guy not over watching football with the rest loser. of... Loser. They don't like him. He was a loser. Loser. Because his, his weird kid was watching Mr. Rogers. His fudgy kid. His 15-year-old kid. His <laughs> 15-year-old fudgy kid. Wants, wants Obviously very Rogers. handsy uh, young child. It made for a better movie. Please. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> My kid wants to watch Mr. Rogers. Spielberg, as creative as he was, sometimes just <laughs> needed something to solve for. And here's the solution. Not like architects ever do that. I love that they were getting into a fight over Mr. Rogers. But we know then that this is a relatively new neighborhood. Because if you looked in the background as that guy on his dirt bike carrying a rack of beer. Which was impressive. It is yes. actually impressive. I, mean, I used to see that quite a bit when I lived in Northeast. <laughs> and it's like, well, where there's a will, there's a way. Actually, yeah. actually yeah. in this neighborhood, I see that quite often. <laughs> but it's not in like uh, the... No, it's usually like they're all empties. And yeah. it's like... And I will tell you this as as well. So I did some research on where the movie was filmed in the Simi Valley, Simi Valley, California, just south of um, Ventura. Ventura, I think. And Ace Ventura. So it said it had like a walking score of twenty. So you have to basically, yeah, you have to basically drive to do everything. So the fact that he took his dirt bike somewhere to get beer is pretty amazing. Oh, I mean, the 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 guy was like maybe he lost he lost his license because I I got the impression that he was just rolling out of his house. He lives in the neighborhood. But he doesn't have a car. He just he's has the, a flat of he, beer. He, he just, <laughs> the wife had the car he wanted to, He didn't want to drive down. home drunk after the football game. Oh. Right? That's got to be it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the guy's bringing in he, a, a, a he loading beer into the house. It's spraying <laughs> everywhere. And he then could, there's like central casting football yeah. watching party. Right. It was like, hey, go down to Central Casting and get a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Make them tell them it's a really exciting football game. It was the Rams. Yeah, the Los, Los Angeles Rams. What? Whoa. Oh, yeah. oh, is that a sports team? That's a sports team, Roberta. <laughs> I, I oh. thought they would. I thought they, they went to lived Louis in St. Louis. Do they, do they play sports? They play sports. I, is it a ball sports game? Weren't the Raiders from LA? At one point. <laughs> yes. So, it, now in Utah. In this house... With the with the TV and everything, but this house also had, and my house had this too growing up in the days. But this house, every floor was carpeted. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. lots of carpet. So much carpet in this place. Yes, carpet and crap. Yeah, yes. it yes. was like a Clutter. fucking garage sale. Mm-hmm. Just every nook and cranny had crap. And shit leaned up against the walls. Yeah, and that that weird plant thing down that two floor the, high. Yeah, this oh, yeah. Oh, story. And it how just, did that not come alive? The, like the tree came through the window and that plant was just sitting there. House plants don't come alive. Only old trees do. Come on. But we saw that. It, I'm trying to get back to frame one, you people. So we see the sales info and model home. So it's a relatively new neighborhood. It's under development. Um, but 
through the context of the movie, we find out that the the that Carol Ann was five years old and she was born in the house. Right. So the house is mm. five years old. In she was born in the house. Right. That's what it, they said. They in says, the house. Yes, they says this. Oh, it's I also didn't. Odd. So I feel like I should also full disclosure. This was the first time Graham ever saw Poltergeist. Really? First time. I'd never seen it before. I was born in 78. Fresh I was four eyes. years old when it came out. I don't think my parents would let me see this. Well, it was about and a four-year-old, right? Uh, yeah. I know. Five, you could relate. Oh, that, could. that passes today's standards. And by the time I was 13, ready to watch a movie like this, eh, it was you're old like, news. You're like, eh, Poltergeist 3, please. There's Transformers <laughs> on TV now. I'm not going out of the house. Stand by me. Bitches. Stand by me was on. Come on. Oh. Ah, yeah. The other Steven. Oh. Yes. Yes. Cocaine Steven. <laughs> Cocaine. Cocaine Steven. Cocaine. Which I just saw maximum. Wait, wait, wait. You mean booger sugar? No booger sugar. <laughs> Bolivian shale. Bolivian shale. God damn. Did they do cocaine where you so you see, like, all these, you see, like, you get to see, like, well, pretty much the obituary cast that is in this movie. Everyone's oh. been murdered or dead uh, in this movie. The Dominique Dunn, she yes. ended up getting killed by her boyfriend in real life. Yeah, before the sequel. Um, one of the guys, I think, in the in the football party, he got murdered just recently. Uh, and uh, Heather O'Rourke, she died. Of a bowel obstruction. Something super weird so and crazy sad. at the age of 10. Mm-hmm. This this movie During Poltergeist 3. This movie uh, killed a lot of people and their careers. Except <laughs> Craig, Craig, Craig Nelson. Nelson. The Nelson. <laughs> I like the to watch Nelson. the CTN network. I loves me my Joe Beth Williams though. She was she oh was she God, was pretty so she was attractive <laughs> in this thing. She was like, yeah. she was like super thin. I didn't realize like how like she I know. looked there she looked she great for crapping out three kids. Yes. Exactly. I'm yes. like there's no way her butt would look like that if she had three Kids. Well, she started at 15. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I know. No, we're, we're, doing, we're like, I'm doing the math. It was just like, oh when did they have And you find out Dominique Dunn, and this is, so I thought she was she's like 13, 16. but she's 16. Robbie is eight, Caroline is five, and he says, Diane, she's 32. No, 31. 32. That meant that he was stooping her at 15. Right. 15, 16. Well, it was the 70s. I mean, it's May actually <laughs> late 60s. That was the late 60s. Late 60s. Why not? Go, 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 go. I mean, there's, there's, there. I mean, you see him smoking weed in their bedroom. Then maybe, you know, that's how he's like reading a book about. Hey, you want to go smoke weed? Oh God, the '80s. We missed out. Yeah. I mean, as a parent today, what I do in the you evening, guys did it's not like, miss oh my thing. gosh, I'll tell you, it's just like wrangling kids for bath. You ju- wait a second. Wait a second. That whole point, that whole scene where she goes to take a bath, you kids just put yourselves to bed. <laughs> what yeah. parent does that? What kid goes to bed? Or I'll make that tree eat you. I'll get that house plant alive. I know. Now we're so sensitive. Like, now let's read a book about friendship. My parents would read me biblical stories that were illustrated. Would you move move into that house with that tree in the yard? I mean, that creepy ass dead tree. Wasn't there something? Didn't Craig Craig D. Nelson say something? The tree was here long before you. Like, he had a reason why he. This tree was here forever. Good. Someone else can live with that thing in their yard. I'm moving to the one down the street. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. Why not? Ass tree. True story. Yeah, they all look the same. I'm going to go to the houses. wrong house. Wait, wait. Maybe we shouldn't say they all look the same. I mean, guys. I mean, every house on. has its heart. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll. And this heart, this house had many hearts. They're Start all... building. Yeah, yeah many hearts. <laughs> they all have carpet on the inside. Um... <laughs> but no, and 
the carpets did match. Oh, <laughs> drapery because not only did the drapery match the carpet, it matched the fucking wallpaper. I mean, the pattern was the same. So it's everywhere. natural everywhere. It's natural. <laughs> it's a big plush carpet. God, can you imagine writing the fucked up spec book for that neighborhood? Oh God! Well, that's, reverse repeat. That's... Reverse repeat. <laughs> oh, I mean, just like specking the carpet is. And well, this this model gets this carpet, and yeah. this model gets this, this one. Is... We'll call the Tudor, and it'll have a gray stone. And this one we'll call the Plantagenet, and it will have a <laughs> no, gray... Plantagenet. <laughs> this one... I haven't seen this much bad blood between this two people since the House of Plantagenet. This one will be a gray green, and this one will be the, the Lancaster English. <laughs> the Lancaster. It'll be beige. <laughs> Taupe. <laughs> Did you find it really <laughs> weird that uh, Joe Beth Williams wanted to flush a dead bird yes. down the toilet? Just a little bit, yeah. They, and the, the bird toilet... she, she sees the little Tweety, their house bird, yeah, dead, Tweety. and wants to go flush it down the toilet. And Carol Ann then, "Well, what are you doing?" Well, she's obviously not an exper- uh, experienced parent because you totally palm the bird so that no one sees it. You don't just you sit shut there and, the you don't door hold to it the between bathroom. two fingers and walk through the whole house parading it. <laughs> but I would you never think totally about flushing like a bird. I put it in my pocket and then I kind of just threw it in the toilet real cash. <laughs> Tweety flew away. I never saw it. Somebody left the door open. He wanted to be with his friends. Tweety went swimming. Yeah, exactly. He wanted to be with his friends. Burial at sea. BT dubs, the toilet was one of the colored toilets. It was this kind of We don't say that word anymore. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it was color. It had a color. What? Yellow? It, it had a color. It was yeah. yellow. Yeah. It was a yellow. It's a very. God damn it, you guys. That to- but that to- the toilet's very proud. and. Yeah. <laughs> damn, you guys. This is yeah, this, this is really shitty. If it were. <laughs> you know? If it were a spec house, I don't think they would have had a tinted porcelain. But you don't think they didn't get a special closet. house? I mean, he's selling millions and millions oh, of houses. Right. I think he, he got the upgrade. Sixty percent okay. of the neighborhood, no, right? Yeah, yeah. And we did talk. Yeah, they did talk. That would have been a better this, TV show than we're, Full we're, House. We're Special jumping house. around a bit, but they talked about him having forty-two percent of the sales in the neighborhood yes. and seventy million dollars worth of sales total. Now is he getting a commission? So, and why is he living is, in that neighborhood? What, what is his role? Can you clarify that for me? Like, so he, he works for a developer. I mean, as I understood, he was a real estate broker. Okay, who is doing sales? So he's the inside sales guy who's sitting there in the trailer selling out the houses, oh, yeah. and, and he's just selling every, in that development. I mean, yes. he's not doing like, hey, just, I want to sell my house now. Oh, you know, okay. I've lived just in for this. one particular developer, he does the whole track: phase one, phase two, phase three, okay. phase four, okay. and phase five is coming. And that is when the ghosts come. (laughs) This time is coming. Yeah, so from that perspective, you, person who works as broker. Yes. 42% of the sales seems like a pretty sweet deal if you're at 70 million. That's pretty good. But I'd also expect him, he ought to be doing 100% of the sales, right? I mean, if you're the inside guy, you represent the seller, the developer. Yeah. You ought to be, I mean, when a developer has a tract, 100 acres, and they're selling out 500 homes, they have three people that just go phase to phase to phase, and they sell every house and every buyer. Now, maybe that's it. So some people will just show up 
randomly driving by and step in and maybe he's selling those and representing both sides and that's my aunt she's the one who just randomly stops by exactly like, I, just, I, I want to think I want to and you pay full price for the house versus somebody who comes in with their broker who makes an offer and negotiates the deal down and mm-hmm. gets some extras free appliance upgrade you know air conditioning and they have to pay that real estate broker a fee maybe uh-huh. that's his 42 percent. that's a great deal he's able to sell so many of these houses to suckers. I mean, nice people that are unassuming and think he's looking out for their best interest because he's so sweet. He's Craig T. Nelson. He is Craig T. Nelson with he hair. He did seem really sweet. With, he's charming. with hair? With hair. It was like already, like he's done a lot of hair. He, he looked good. I mean, he looked fantastic. Although he had he the boob-shaped glasses. The, he I had love, rapist glasses. I love those glasses. He had rapist glasses. He looked like a serial killer with his glasses. He did. But uh, he, yeah, it's like, I don't know, yeah, you... <laughs> He looked like a a dad. He like, really was yeah. like a good cat, like good casting. Right. He yeah. he really did. He just he didn't seem like a buffoon, like in Coach or yeah, right. He, he he just, he's he not playing like, the idiot. He seemed like he a, can actually like play a normal dad. Competent. Yeah. I know. Competent when person. He the dad sweater with the cigarette behind his ear. Yep. That. I, what kind of cigarette? He was he's walking he's walking around in his in his PJ Bombs shirt off. That was my dad. He had that same sweater. I'm this is like wheelhouse this is my life. This is Jeff. Okay, but if he's I want to go back to the money. I want to go back to the about the cigar. I want to go back to the inside of the house. Yeah. What where, about where that stair- where there's whole that, that, the, the railing on that the staircase? Where, yeah. Okay, I want to talk about that staircase. That was the I'm real not scary an architect, thing. but <laughs> That thing curved two different directions as, as well as going up. It would, took up the entire middle of the living space. It's not off to the side. I mean, thank you. What single? Fa- I've never in my life seen a single family house like that. That's not from like the West Hills of L.A. Right. Right. <laughs> that has the grand staircase. No mm-hmm. production of house. Of course, think, there were ghosts. Think Jesus, of the millwork on that thing. How many hours? To build that staircase, but yeah, I have that in here too. That's the biggest. That's the biggest. That was most like scary a part focal of this point, movie. though. They used that. How staircase. many times? Yeah, and kind of dated design too, where the kitchen, not part of the rest of the house, yeah, seemed to be kind of, kind of yeah. its own little oh, room. So much tile. I thought it was yes. in, a, in an Azteca, and that sort of like, like the only that, place that where there's no carpet oak, is in that kitchen. Yeah, the like, honey oak oh, cabinets. Are we at Chevy's. Look at all the tile. It was. <laughs> that's Authentica. Oh my God. It was, yeah, and like it was not just tile on the floor and tile backsplash, but tile, tile countertops. countertops. This is tile. Which Ugh. is so gross because when you have tile countertops, that means then you have grout. all sorts of little nooks and crannies for just crap to get into and all the grout eventually, it goes away over time. I mean, because it's, you know, sanded, unsanded, epoxy, however you want to paint it. But it's gross. Mm-hmm. And you have to reseal it. You have to. Well, you have to seal the grout. You don't have to seal the. That's so nasty. And then the when the possessed side of beef. <laughs> so let's say. So inches. the, the, the it's like an inchworm. The paranormal investigation team, which is pretty much pre Ghostbusters, it's a team that works. I mean, that, fucking Winston's in there. Every, every, everyone's <laughs> in there. Winston's there. Uh, Dan Aykroyd is there. Yeah, the guy who looked like Billy D. Williams. <laughs> that is Billy D. Williams. I was like, that is Billy D. But uh, it was like a Billy D. and a Jackson had like, a baby. Hey, put put this Billy D. wig on. Yes. and like very pretend you're Lando Calvert. Wait, that hasn't been made yet. Right. No, so the whatever uh, Spielberg's assistant in that in the pre Ghostbusters team goes in. He's like, I'm gonna go make a snack. He goes and pulls out like it looks like a dog toy steak. <laughs> 
this thing looks like a rubber that? squeaky steak Who that a dog that? would eat. Wasn't it raw too? Yeah. So he's and just he, gonna like he's he, gonna like he cook plops it. Plops it. <laughs> he just takes this rubber, plops, plops it, it on the counter. On the counter. And gets a frying pan out. Like, who does that? I'm going to make a steak as a snack. And usually, yeah. And, like, usually someone's at your house like, hey, can I get a snack? Yeah, you think it chips, dip, or something like that. He's like, not, not, not a porterhouse. I'm just going to grab a chicken leg. I'm going to go make myself leg. a porterhouse Chicken wing. Right. Get, a, get some chicken, some chicken. Get a steak that's kind of hanging out. Ugh. Dog toy. I was waiting for that thing to squeak. <laughs> and then it just scooches along. It just, it's an inch now, one. I'm just asking you. If you were... Let's say a disembodied spirit, angry about perhaps your resting place being That's disturbed by a tracked home family of three. The one thing you would do to scare someone, would it be to possess a side of beef and say, check this shit out. And then just start barfing out. It barfed out more beef. Some more so, beef. beef. <laughs> like... That'll get it. So him. do you think Watch this. that scene well, the, was written around the effect? It's like, okay, what can we do in a kitchen? <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, I bet you I can make that steak walk across the counter. Well, I think that was the way, I think that was the way the ghost saying we have a beef with you. <laughs> okay. Damn you. <laughs> but this, they had so many cigar boxes, not only to bury dead animals in, but they also had where they kept their weed too. Where were all these cigar boxes coming from? I just thought there was a weird prop. There was there was there, multiple cigar yeah. boxes. That, that used to be around. a thing, though. Everyone yeah. seemed to have like I just, just cleaned out my grandfather's basement, and there were dozens of cigar boxes. Cigar boxes, wow. yeah. To keep them for and yeast, yeast boxes too. Yeast, yeast boxes. boxes. Yeah. Like, were any of them infected? No. no. Okay. It was like cooking oh, yeast. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it was a thing. They, and so they're having. So they just have. They've been in the house for five years, and now they're putting a pool in their backyard. Too is that what they were doing? Yes. Yes. And while while that construction is going on, Joe Beth Williams doesn't work. She stays home or whatever. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dominique Dunn's walking outside to go to in her little schoolgirl outfit, and the construction workers, one of the guys who was from Predator, uh, Billy, um, he, uh, him, and this other guy <laughs> were like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, girl, come on, this this girl's fucking." I thought she was thirteen, but I mean, she, it still doesn't matter. She's sixteen years old. These guys are like. Come here, hoochie coochie, like that. And the mom's watching this yes. happen. Laughing. Well, laughing at this. As we, wait, as, this bef- as we learned from the money pit, that is the way all contractors act. All contractors. All contractors <laughs> behave that way. I just it's couldn't... true. When I go on site, they're just like, hey, hey lady. mama. <laughs> that's, when, that's when Roberta's feeling really down. She's like, fuck it. I'm going to a construction site. I want to feel good. <laughs> Finally, some quality work. They're like, hey. <laughs> hey, honey. You're like, yeah, Put I'm some hot. Shake, shake, Come shake on. into that novelty <laughs> <laughs> I, I think your perspective has been jaded by today's current media environment and the Me Too movement. Um, it's, it's just the way it used to be, and it was okay. Everyone was okay with. I mean, that. do I'm, we do we forget some of the lessons learned from Steel? That's right. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Rogues Gallery of <laughs> ladies in the oh, sports. But there, there, I, there I have been. About that. There have been women that have been lured by the construction workers at tender, tender age of 13 and losing their virginity, uh, Joel's aunt. Uh, yeah, so I mean, Whoa. this this Whoa. is a real thing. Oh, boy. Well, Diane, obviously, at 15, had Dana. 
Yes. Right. So she's just like, oh, so, that's, I mean, she's like, oh, that's what's going to happen. That's the cycle of life. Was, was Craig V. Nelson a construction <laughs> worker? It could have been. Well, Dana's already 16, so she's like outlived her mother's She's like geriatric. Yeah, yeah. Point. Like, you got to time. You got to get poor. Yeah. Hey, man. Those, yeah. You got to get those one of these guys. Those ovaries aren't going to last forever. Speaking of which, did you know she knows the hotel that they're going to because she's been there been before? There. Oh, oh, yeah. I've got a theory, too. Because you notice she was like, I don't know if it was ice cream and pickles. Yeah, all the pickles. I saw that. She was like eating a giant pickle, and then she had like a bowl of. It could have been cottage cheese, but it looks like cottage cheese. Maybe it's cauliflower. Joe Joe Beth Williams was no Dana. Uh, Dana, the daughter. The daughter was when he runs through with the beer. She's sucking down a pickle. Pickle. She was, which Vince rewound and rewatched over and over (laughs) again. By the way, Um, but just that and the clown. Just that and the clown. Uh, Vince is real. I love pickles and clowns. Um, No, yeah. So yeah, he was. Yeah, she was eating a pickle, and then. Ooh, and we really? knew she was active. Maybe that maybe that ghost was active. Maybe, well, she did have like that big hickey on her neck when she, she got yes, out of the she car. did. She had several hickeys. Did you notice that? Yeah, when she came home at the very end of the movie. When she came home at the end of the movie in the Trans Am. She was screaming, what's right. happening? What's yeah, what's happening? happening? You look she's at her covered neck. covered in hickeys. She's covered in hickeys. Oh, I never saw that part. Boys in the back of the Trans Am. Who's driving? Multiple partners. Multiple. Promiscuous. <gasps> She know. invited the demons. <laughs> She's trying to fight off the demons. This house is clear. <laughs> this girl's been fucked. Probably just once. Just once. Just once. Just once. That's it. Oh boy. Wow. So, so what on... caused? But what caused the 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 spirits to start going all cuckoo crazy? Was it putting the pool in? Um. The the bird. The storm bearing. The, the storm. The bird? It seemed like the storm was always there. Like even before any of this happened, there, there it, was a storm brewing. Yeah, there was like always a storm, a storm off in the. Yeah, they're going to try to ride the storm out with Ario Speedwagon. Um, but oh uh, yeah, there there always seemed to be a storm going, and then they did bur- they buried the bird, and then the boy climbs a tree. The boy climbed the tree. Robbie climbs the tree. But and then the tree they, but when they dug the up boy. when they when they were digging the pool, they, they like dug up. Uh, some of the like you saw like the bird bot like there was like box, other yeah. animals I don't know but what yeah what exactly did what was the thing yeah because they've been there for five it? years which is you know I always thought they had just moved into the house but when he said that your daughter was born in the house I'm like shit they've been there for five years and it still looks like they're moving in with their garage sale right well, they were they were standing out there at night on that clear night and there was a shooting star that went across and I was like oh that's the magic. That's the magic. Um, but yeah, the, I don't. Throw this coffee in your face, magic star. I don't Damn know what exactly caused it. He's the NBC. The more you know. Oh, I was thinking more like that. Don't all the Spielberg like, movies have a But like, if he's a little a boy, star? if he's a boy of eight, mm-hmm. he Someone just decided that day to climb the spooky tree. I know it was it's been just... five years living in this house, and yeah. he's and was he just now suddenly afraid of this tree because like he was looking at that tree? Did just something? Remember, he's just sitting in his room staring at the tree and like. Was it always something that he was afraid of, or was it just like in that moment, everything started to change? He started like growing hair, and you oh, know, he's like, feelings. "Mom, the I think Carol Ann's in trouble." Yeah. <laughs> he started, he started exploring his clown, um, and and they're in that giant yeah. house, and they've got the two youngest kids sharing a room. Oh yeah, because yeah. why? Well, and then when I looked up the address of this house, four two six seven. It's four two six seven. It is. What does that mean? That means that's the address of the house. Oh, okay. 
I had the best time. I like two seven. So, but they couldn't get a four bedroom. It is a four bedroom. Well, what the hell? It's a four bedroom, three bath. It's estimated about seven hundred seventy three k. Um, but I did some. I also did some research on the zoning. So the zoning is considered medium density residential, and then the city of Simi Valley, which is in the in Ventura County, they have something called a cultural heritage site. So that wasn't put into place until two thousand nine. Hmm. And a lot of the zoning laws weren't really put into place until 1981. So conceivably, they could have built a house on the graveyard. And nefarious developer could have just moved the gravestones and not the bodies. And it would have been completely legal. Wait, would it be legal? In Graham, San- I look to you. In yeah. San Francisco, it- they did a lot of uh, development on former grave sites. And that's why they had... If if you go there now, there's a town south of San Francisco called Coma where they moved all the grave sites to. So there's... It's like a necropolis down yeah. there, and because they changed the code that you couldn't bury bodies inside the city. The, the town's Com- called Coma? Coma. Coma C-O-L. with an L. Oh, Coma. This is like, oh, okay. So conceivably, yeah, you could do that. I, I've never come across a cemetery. I never tried to sell a cemetery. <laughs> Sold a prison. Uh, <laughs> close. <laughs> That's a hard sell. hey Oh. I get it. Conceivably, <laughs> yes. I thought it was C-I-O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn, you guys made me snort. <laughs> Bleep that out. Bleep that out. <laughs> Burger sugar. So you have to... You legal, you have to move those you, bodies. You exhume the bodies. You exhume the bodies. You have and to you move them, And you, you may need permission of... Or do your best to find next to kin, somebody related. Mm-hmm. Get permission oh from God. everybody. Pay them money. Ask them for permission to allow you to do this. That's insanity. Uh, or you just leave it because it is bad karma. It's Well, it's like... It's real said, bad what, 500 karma. 500 acres? Oh, yes. Totally. Yeah, for phase five? Uh... 300 acres. 300 acres. Yeah. 300 acres of moving dead bodies. There's no 300 acre cemetery. <laughs> My goodness. I mean, it's that's huge. Have you been to Pittsburgh? Valley. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Have you been how to big is, How big is Arlington? How big is Arlington National Cemetery? I mean, it's like, I don't know. Ask Siri. But I can't imagine it's like, what, 50 acres? Right. I've never been to Washington, mm-hmm, D.C. Right. Anyone. I mean, 300 acres of dead bodies. No way. Hmm. That's okay. Steven Spielberg needed to work for the movie. You just, you you just, you just fold it. 300 fold. acres. That's just like that's... the remote controls, man. He just glossed over all the... <laughs> yeah. Tuning for. Tuning for graveyard. You said R7? That's like 1,500 homes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and the house that they filmed it in was has never been sold. It's the original owner. They still have it today. I wouldn't, wow. I wouldn't never touch been that. Sold. I, never, I wouldn't touch that. With a that movie is cursed that... Yeah, you know, no it's way. interesting what you're saying, like how many houses you could sell, because that was before, like, real estate really took off as the investment too. Yeah. So it was just sort of like it was just sort of like this thing that, I mean, because loans three percent appreciation and that was it. There was loans no... were super expensive to get, mm-hmm. and nineteen you know, eight when they bought this in the seventies. I mean, you're talking twenty percent interest rates. 13, yes. 15 right. in the high teens. Yep. Yeah, so it's like like real estate was not something. It's like, oh, no. I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm going to make a slam dunk on this. It it it, it could have like been a layup. It was just a lot of Just shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You and your sports. Did you talk. notice? Did you notice and I don't know why he had this, but uh they had like 
carpet swatches or something in their I bedroom. I did notice that. I noticed that. What? So what were they carpet swatches or were they like a? No, it was a, a sample book. Sample books. What yeah, were so they? those are they usually use them that size for residential because they're big samples, um, and not to be too down on residential design, but mm-hmm. big samples help help people who aren't very Visionary. keen on visualization so they use the big sample books like that to help mm-hmm. people understand what it'll look like when it's fully installed they're big and cumbersome they, were they are outdated before you even know it they're hard to store it kind of makes sense that he would have it if he's trying to sell tract homes so that they he feels like oh it's customization mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. not Choose only can you get this you know right. wall-to-wall carpet of this beige but here's seven more shades of beige you could have all we, the same price. Could we get a carpet base too? <gasps> oh my god! That way, when you hit it with the vacuum, yeah, it doesn't it's, leave it's, a ding. It's just carpet. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so amazing. When we did it down the street, let me show you the install. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like car, carpet base in rust shag. Oh, you definitely. Like when there's a spill, you can't even see it. It's just yeah. Like, when I spill my wine. Yeah, every just night. a little blot. Every good, night. Every, and, it, and it really covers up the cigarette burns, night. too. Yeah, you won't even see the cigarette And the blood. You, and the blood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, from when those giant speakers that are obviously oh, not secured on those wobbly right. bookcases fall down on your child. I know, because, you know, you are in an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. California. Those speakers were huge. They Did were you, huge. Big Did glass shelves. <laughs> Did you find it weird that she... Uh, when Craig the Nelson comes home and he uh, he's had a long day at work. She didn't she, have a martini waiting for him? She didn't have a martini waiting for him. <sighs> bitch. Um, but, uh, She's a woman of the 80s. That's right. As a woman, I will tell you. As a woman? When you are a woman of the 80s, you have she was liberated. fully, fully liberated. You don't need a bra. If you're going to wear a bra, it's because you want to, not because you have to. Thank you. Um, the But when... Me too. She had her. She was playing with ghosts with the kid. She's she's like, look at Watch this. I kid. put our daughter in this circle, and she flies across the room. Isn't this awesome? But the part that makes me get this kind of scratch my head. She put on a football helmet, so there must have been a moment when she wasn't wearing. <laughs> like, football oh, you might. Helmet. Oh my God, you almost hit your head on that time. Let's put a helmet on <laughs> next time. On. No, it's safe to play with the poltergeist. With the ghosts. I'm sorry. The second I saw those chairs stack, we would be out. Oh yeah. my god! Get yeah. out of the I'm house out. now. I'm Wait, out. There was a problem with those chairs. Did you count them? Exactly. There were only oh really? Four, and no, then no, no. Sudden... There were five, and then there were six. Mm-hmm. Where did that sixth chair come oh, from? Oh well, they poured water on it, and you know, oh, yeah. miracle, oh, miracle yeah. rope. Got yeah. it. Multiply and feed it after midnight. And you don't ever feed that chair after midnight. What Steven Spielberg could have made the stacking plan if he didn't have six once again. There's a lot not to love. What? So, Vince, you said you didn't like it. I said it didn't really stand up for me. How does it not I, stand I, up? I think it, when I saw this the first time mm. in Wait. the theater. Oh. Yeah. Theater. Yeah, the theatrical <laughs> release. <laughs> Which year was that? Did you come on the trolley? Both ways in the snow. Twice. <laughs> Did you come on the trolley? Were you wearing the new shoes that you got for Christmas? It's like he was on a date. Of course he did. Just me and my clown doll. <laughs> Watching this movie. Eating pickles. <laughs> they I, I just didn't feel like this movie... I, I enjoyed 
parts of it. I definitely enjoyed the practical effects, but I just thought like there was a lot about this movie that didn't kind of stand the stand up to the scrutiny once you I you lost that like fresh viewing of it. I feel like it kind of start. You know, it was a precursor to like Ghostbusters. I mean, they go to the college, they have the Ghostbusters. They have the radar team. gun to see. Yeah, they have like all the equipment. <laughs> How fast is that jewelry coming down? <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know, what what what's he measuring? Oh yeah. well, what was he measuring with that with that radar gun? The Lando shoulder. has got yeah. like a lot of Cloud City, and then but then when she came when she went into the 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 nether regions the or the the other world or whatever and got Carrie Ann Carol Ann, geez, that girl freaks me out. Um, they fall out they fall out of the ceiling and she comes out and she has white stripes in her hair. Like, you know, like it's scared, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they like did the Bride same. Then a couple years later, they did that in Nightmare on Elm Street when Nancy comes out of the oh, dream. She has Nancy. the white streak in her hair. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. She's it's traumatized. Traumatized. Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. Mm. I thought this movie kind of influenced a little bit. Influenced and, in a huge way. Yeah. Like, and the way that orchestration played, it was sort of like that 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 unseen character. I love the orchestration so much. Like I got chills a couple times watching the movie because like there was that part where they had air the, whisper, was on. the whispering scene. I, God damn, I wish I had air conditioning mm-hmm. right now. You'd what does your husband do? HVAC husband. HVAC? HVAC husband. I, I, I felt, I mean, I, there was like a pacing of it that I definitely enjoyed because it's got that Spielberg feel to it. It's like, it does have that kind of like Jaws feel where they sort of introduce people up front the to you and it's, it's like oh it's a pacing oh the build it's, a up, cute, the build it's a cute you know here's this right. really cute and it's nice and then there's going to be this horrible thing that happens to funny you mentioned pacing so not to do too much of a spoiler to our alive or dead hmm. toby hooper is one of our people that we talk about if he's alive or dead he is quoted in his horror styling of direction mm-hmm. you've got to send a physical sensation through and not let them off the hook I like to make it faster and faster and faster and pumping and banging until you get in, I get into you. <laughs> that's what. What he, was this in reference to? <laughs> this is directing. in reference to his casting of that chick in uh, yes. Life Force. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. That pumping and pumping there, and man. pumping again. <laughs> I like to make it faster and faster and faster and pumping and banging until I get into you. Interesting. Right. That is this way that he it's likes pick up to. Line. Do his pacing. Now take your top off. When directing <laughs> horror movies. Don't you look at me when I say <laughs> Don't you fucking look at me. Oh. But anyway, the part where they had the whispering scene, like there's no mood, there's no music. Right. There's there's those silent rests that really help to build up to that point. And the orchestration doesn't seem arbitrary like a lot of like when we watched um House Sitter, where it's just nonstop music just right. keeps going like <sighs> oh for the love of god i get it it's a comedy please stop mm-hmm. that like, movie wasn't funny that was not a comedy <laughs> it kept saying boom, 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 a lot of timpani i know it's like i know Staccato i know it had steve martin ah! in it but that was not a funny movie yeah let's talk about premature grain <laughs> right here let's do that uh, <laughs> well when you go through when you pass through that portal i went through that portal many times <laughs> Wait, did you? Yeah. Oh, I went to the other side. You were on the other side? Yeah. This house is now gray. <laughs> um, they, uh, when, when the when the shit hits the fan and the the body the bodies are popping up out of the ground, so they realize that where uh, where they're living, the developer didn't remove the bodies. You know, when he confronts his boss. Now, when they were digging the foundation 
to these houses. How come they didn't find? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all the all those, those six, six graves feet were like twelve under. feet deep. Six feet under, right? right. They're going to bury you six feet under. Right. Well, is that six feet of soil on top of the coffin? And not only is it six feet, but um, based on burial regulations, with because they talked about ancient, you know, ancient like hundreds, and then some that were more current. It's not. It's a casket that has to then be within a vault. So, right. I mean, you're you're not just put in you know, right there with a casket, you're put into a concrete vault. Is that for everyone though? It's, um, or is that something they upsell people when people die? Like you want to put them in this vault too, because that'll preserve their body. No, it is, it is current. And it's, did you get the argon? Right. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't cheap out on the argon. Right. Don't quote me too much on this, but it, it is, there's certain regulations so that the bodies and embalming and things like that, that traditional, um, mortuaries used for preservations of bodies don't leach into the ground and then start mm-hmm. doing some wacky doodle things in there. Like so, talking through TVs. Exactly. <laughs> and they come popping out of your mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they go into these like concrete boops and then they boops and then, mm-hmm. and you're booped. But they, they dug foundations for these houses. Uh, how deep are foundations? I mean, three, four feet? You well, could miss a six foot it's just slab on grade. I mean, they, yeah. did, they didn't have a basement. They didn't have a basement, right? No crawl spaces. They didn't have a basement. okay. California's big slab on grade state. Okay. Big time. Yeah, but they okay. still have to, you know, trench for the plumbing. Yeah, two feet. Put a layer of base rock down, a little gravel. Well, it depends on what the run is. I mean, you might get out to the... <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> so, so we're three feet deep. <laughs> So, so they, I'm in there. Three all feet. right, all right. Three we're, feet. Yeah, they're gonna. They're not gonna do any more than they have to do for okay. sure. And they they might have brought in two a feet lot six. of. They might have brought in a lot two of eight, fill to, to I hear kind of yeah, flatten yeah, things yeah, out. Yeah. And notice it was up the driveway, so I mean they probably did a lot of grade changes as well. That is true. Earth moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Agreed. cutting streets, sewer. 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 For I hadn't thought love. of. Yeah. Sewer. How did they not find that? And storm drains, separated systems, because. Right, 1975. So before, before, so I guess before actually this shit hits the fan and all the bodies start coming up out of the ground. In the storm or in the sewer? In in the, in in Simi Valley. Simi Valley, got it. Simi Valley. Uh, No, they... uh, they save Carol Ann from a from a different world where Jasmine Guy is and everything like that. They they pull her from a different world through the ceiling. Yeah, through the ceiling, and it's like they, a say, birth. they say they they she gets crapped out of the, the different yeah. ceiling vagina, right? Ceiling vagina. It was a ceiling vagina. vagina. It's a vaginal <laughs> port to the different world and with they Jasmine were covered Guy. Covered with goo. Well, goo. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like, like birth. Goo. <laughs> Before Ghostbusters had Slimer, right? Uh, we had Poltergeist we had with it's, instead, instead red. Of, instead of vaulted, <laughs> instead of vaulted ceilings, they had vaginal ceilings. That's what they would call them. Oh, um, but can I, uh, the, can I get the can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? With a little I want the flat one. Oh, <laughs> I don't want the popcorn one or the one with the carpet on the ceiling. It's got to be clean and smooth. Flat, it's got, please. It's got to be clean. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. No pendants <laughs> hanging. No lights. Oh, this ceiling has been uh, washed with Summer's Eve, and it's very nice and clean. It's a vinegar water oh, mixture. Oh yes, it's very nice. Uh, Great texture. Uh, the uh, the oh god, what the fuck was I gonna say? <laughs> oh. 
So she's coming out of the vaginal ceiling. She's coming out of the vaginal ceiling. Oh, so they save her, and they save her, and it's like everything kind of like times out. They stay another night in the house. Oh, my. Who does that? Who they does stayed that? another they night. Just, they just like went through a disco closet. They got and her back. They out through a ceiling, and they're like, and they yes. put her Back just, in the same room. We're going to leave. We're going to leave tomorrow. Oh, what? Oh, and good we'll news. Now I put the clown doll in there, so you'll have yes. something. Right in there, and that's when the, and they put the clown the back in there. I could not believe it. I'm like, no, no one, no one would do that. Did no you, one would say. Notice her headboard too that got ripped apart to shreds. It's back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good catch. Yeah, yep. I mean, maybe Craig's Star Wars figures wasn't are back. That, but like everything back gets sucked yeah. too. Yeah. They yeah. brought the outside in. Yeah, I thought everything got sucked into the vortex and then... Everything all... but the bed frames and the mattresses. Right. Everything gets sucked and into the, the cla- vortex. And the clown. <laughs> and, the, and the room is like back to normal and everything they're sleeping. Everything is back. Yeah, like... Yeah, no, there's, it's, it doesn't it's, matter because you're Spartan. not staying there. Why would you stay there? I can't believe they stayed there another night. <laughs> We're staying at the motel. Oh, yeah, that one. I know it well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that motel. Yes. Route 74. There's no Route 74. And, no, and... Did you th- and I, maybe this was just me, but right before, so they they save uh, Caroline and they're staying that one more night in the house, and Craig the Nelson's gone, and Joe Beth Williams is like sitting there, just like she just dried her hair. Meanwhile, her kid's getting choked by the clown mm-hmm. and stuff, and then she like lays back down on the bed. I swear it was gonna be like, <laughs> it looked like she was like, like she was about to please herself, and then. She gets, right she gets. Oh, she goes on the ceiling. The, yeah, that's another. Like the, that's the another thing that happened in Nightmare on Elm Street. A couple years later, they used the whole ceiling. Uh-huh. That was they also this. used it in Break Into Electric Boogaloo. And they also <laughs> used it in some Fred Astaire movie. I mean, that's like a that's an old Trick. old gag. No, you about it. <gasps> oh yeah, that's true. They did do it in Lionel Richie video. Were there the thing with the ceiling with and the uh, with Rodney Dangerfield in that video? Oh. Whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, just full circle. Full circle, different world. Uh... Yeah, so yeah, I thought she was going to, uh, which I thought was, it just seemed very weird. Well, the whole thing was pretty weird when she goes into the pool. Oh, that's her blue underwear. Is it blue? Was it blue? Yeah, it's blue with white. She was, she oh, looked I good. I remember, in that gray half top? Yeah. Oh, she was hot. Yeah, she was, she, I mean, Joe Beth Williams was hot in this yeah, movie. She was. Very hot. She was hot. So she's. Then we're. That's, so so she, my desktop? Go, boy. <laughs> Do I pull up the slideshow? Uh, you're oh. taking, why are you taking your pants Here, off? Okay, it was a tattoo. Forum. Boop. JB Dub. JB Dub. <laughs> <laughs> I want that tattoo. <laughs> JB Dub five. <laughs> she's not. Uh, but she still looks amazing. Um, I had seen a picture of her recently, and she was amazing. From the big chill. Um, but I just thought, wow, they have the most shitty neighbors. Not only did they have that whole issue with the remote right. control, but she's screaming in a muddy, undeveloped Nobody. pool. With skeletons! Skeletons and caskets popping up, and they're like, you need to go inside to get your kids. And they're they like, just stayed out there. She was going, come in, help me, help me. And they're like, uh, we don't want, we don't yeah. want any part of this. If my, if well, my guess neighbors, what? Guess what? if I didn't know I very well, and they're like lights flashing and kids screaming and all this crazy shit's been going on, I would be in there helping as much as I could. That's the difference between you and me. Honestly, if you were their neighbor and it's like, 
damn, there's some crazy shit going on in that house. And their tree just got sucked up by a tornado. It's like, we should put the house on the market, man, and or, get the flock out of here. Or why didn't they call the cops when Carol Ann was yeah, missing yeah, for, I, and I not at school? I had that written um, down in bold. It's like, yeah. they didn't call the cops. If, that, if this was shot in Portland, the neighbors would never help. No, God, all the, no, all they, they, they would have said are arms like, length away. Hey, 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 pass, how are you doing? Hey, pass that bong over Let's here, man. I think there's some yeah. weird stuff going on. Well, not the Midwest. That is absolutely true. I didn't know my neighbor's name. I, I lived don't. across from them for 12 years, and across the street from me, I think I waved at them all five times as they were pulling out in their little Subaru. Yep. The second I move over to the Burbs in October, three plates of cookies show up yeah, with actual people holding them, and they're like, Hi. I'm Sue. Mm-hmm. We're the people who are going to eat your fingers hey, later. we're the Silvers. <laughs> nice to meet you. Our daughter's old enough to watch your child. I'm like, <laughs> My daughter's also old enough to fuck a construction worker. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but they get plates of cookies, and they were so sweet and lovely and telling me about their kids and where they go play. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, importantly, like, I have a child, and they're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's a burden. I'm, what do you do in the evening? <laughs> yeah, no, like, no one I mean, talks to each other. They just wave. What do you, it's really weird. Like, How can you handle? They that? don't even go into other neighborhoods. No, I mean if you if you live in say southeast and you say northeast, <laughs> there's a northeast. That's too far. That's where I live. It's say, too far. Say hey, can you you know can you come meet me in in northwest? There's like oh no, that's outside my. Zone. But honestly, in it, but if your neighbors had a kid that looked like Carol Ann, I'd say yeah, very far away. Why do you think away. she looks Pass. creepy? She because she, she looks creepy. Me. She is cute little girl. She, she was is terrifying. The, she's just the most like perfect looking yeah. little. Girl. I think was terrifying. They had like one of those uh, American me dolls, and they were like, "Get me a kid who looks like this." Or Steven Spielberg, as I said before, created an animatronic. That's the one. Child. Drake and Me was the movie with James that were almost, and it was about prison and the Mexican gang. Uh, that would be a much more that interesting, would be an interesting doll. doll. An yeah. American Me doll. Yeah. <laughs> See this tear? The, the you know tear <laughs> Wait, but Danny Trejo in that? <laughs> I would buy the Danny Trejo doll. Oh God, yes, for sure. In a second. <laughs> In a second. How about the Danny Trejo ventriloquist dummy? Yes. The answer is yes. I 100% yes. So um, I'm left with this question. I did write this down, Graham. As I finished up, I was like, what would happen? How do you sell the property after a house has been imploded by a poltergeist? And all that is left is the front walk. One lot. That's a great question. What happened to the house? We bulldozed it. It disappeared. I, that's it. I mean, there was a gas. There was a gas leak, and you know, we we did some it remediation. Yeah, I think that's spot what on. I do. Free granite countertops. It's got. Hey, it's an opportunity oh, to make more money. You tell your lender. You what you do is you rattle the keys <laughs> to your lender and say, "Here, come and get it. It's your house now." I don't know where it went. Yeah, like what do they do? What happened? From you a got a loan standpoint to cancel at twenty percent. You got a 20% loan on this thing. Shit, I know it's the 80. What you do if you're Craig T. Nelson is you get your construction guys to say, hey, just bring out a bunch of like lumber and roofing shit and just dump it on the site and say, gas leak. It exploded. There was obviously a gas leak. Call the fire department. Obviously. Yeah, and just, just hose it down, you know. Burn some stuff. And then just make an insurance claim. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I mean, is it? I do have floor plans. I did. Okay. I did some additional research. I, I, I apologize. I didn't bring one with me. I will post it when we post the episode. Way to tease us. Sorry. 
But there's like there's this amazing website of a realtor who has floor plans of all the different tract homes within Simi Valley, mm -hmm. and they all have different titles. This one would be called the Valley View. And wow. um, the staircase that we saw was a custom staircase. Could you get that actual staircase? You, if you wanted it as part of your premium upgrade, you could have it. Pre promoted. or post poltergeist? Um, that's a very good question. I really don't know. I mean, do you go in and say, I want the poltergeist house? Yeah. Well, you could. <laughs> I'd like the value with poltergeist stair, please. Can I, know, I upgrade with, my oh, bedroom to a clown bedroom? The, the poltergeist stair. I want it with oh, the closet. You mean the with sucker the, stair upgrade. Yeah. I'd like yeah. the one with the closet with the, the vines and the crazy yep. vagina butt mouth thing. <laughs> Stand back. You're jamming my frequency. Butt mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I love that band. <laughs> There were there was some sort of architecture team out there, which we are aware of, that put together at least, oh man, dozens upon dozens upon dozens of floor plans and really terrible looking sketches and perspectives of these tract homes. It is fascinating to look at. And having done my tour of duty of multifamily, um, you know, I, I know how it's, we were just kind of like... Cut, paste, cut, paste, back and forth, back and forth. It's What are you left? He said duty. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Oh, boy. Never mind. I thought I would bring it back to... If these are all tract homes, how come Craig the Nelson wasn't wearing a track suit? That would... Oh, my gosh. How cute would that, that be? That would have been so cute. Oh, I thought it was tracked, not track. Oh, sorry. Okay. If it had juicy on the bed. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Tract, mark. Which is ironic when you think about how they crap those things died. out. Like It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Intestinal blockage. So I, that takes me to the... That's why the rope was... Um, <laughs> intestinal blockage. <laughs> the whole The whole thing. Would you say that's like the string horrible. on a tampon then? That oh, is. Okay. Yep. Oh. It's, uh, it, it's, it, there, I think, and there was a, so Pearl was in there. Uh, uh, you know, cause you don't, you don't want to, you don't want a pad at yeah, the no. bottom of that. No, on of the that, ceiling. Of that ceiling. You really need you wanna, to get up there. Did you get the upgraded carpet pad? Yeah, you have to really get up there. <laughs> oh boy. That's what those carpet pads are for. Yes. <laughs> well, that, that was a sample book he had. So it soaks up that blue liquid. That blue liquid, right. The blue liquid. Get the blue shade for this one. That, not that, the that rusty blue liquid. <laughs> uh, did this did this happen at a certain time of month in the house? Mm. Anyway. It's always summer in California. It, 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 it was on a summer's eve. Summer's eve. It was on summer's eve. Definitely. That, that was a summer storm we saw brewing. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. Oh, God. Thunderstorm. I think we cracked the code on Poltergeist. <laughs> I think we did do. It was all about vaginas. It's all about vaginas. Mm -hmm. Jake Chase. And TV is bad. And TV. TV yeah. is bad. It's bad, bad for your eyes. Bad for your eyes. Watch this. Watch this. Watch the three stages. What, what did it was she like change a, it to? It was some kind of Western, and she turned up the volume really loud. Yeah. Anyway, it takes me to my big question of Dead. each episode. Um, would you hire this design professional? Our design professional, again, is the uh, mysterious and invisible architect at this point. 
where we're talking about the person who designed the tracked home. Wait, you're talking about like the, the Nazgort guy who just craps out the plans? Right. Or do we talk about Mr. Teague and his uh, his developing skills? He's a slime ball. Right. I mean, that's commonplace. He's just trying to put things he's together. Trying to make, he's just trying to solve a problem, Roberta. I mean, leave the guy alone. He's trying to make a living. I mean, what the hell? It, yeah. Well, can I point out one other subtle fact? Yeah, yeah, as yeah, as the movie's winding yeah. down and they're all leaving town, it says, thank you for visiting... Cuesta Verde. Cuesta Verde. Verde. Did anybody look up what Cuesta Verde means green. in Spanish? It means what green? Cost green. Cost green. Cuesta is cost. Oh, okay. So, so it costs oh, money. It costs money. Interesting. So it's all about the money. God right? damn. It's these developers. Yay. These developers. There it is. That's that seems like a legitimate. I'm still think it has to do with douching and uh, vagina type stuff, but that they got it. They paved over paradise, and they they paved over the cemetery, and they're just making money, and they're getting. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. There it is. Wait, people don't do that. They don't come into a land and take over where people no no. 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 Doesn't sound no. familiar at all. No, no. Mm-mm. Just check it. No. Money, money, money. So, Jeff Walensky, yep. would you hire the architect of Cuesta Verde Phase 1 as your design professional? Um, sure. <laughs> Vince? Sure. <laughs> and Graham? No, because they put siding on one side of the street and then it was timber and stucco on the other. I just, I couldn't handle it. I agree. I agree. That well, I did not me. notice that. Well, you know, in Southern California, <laughs> well, they just put stucco that. on everything, too. They'd just be like, yeah. That's not Southern California. It's Simi Valley. Have you been to Buellton, Danish capital of America? Mm-hmm. Everything is timber and stucco. Really? Yeah. Every single house. It's, uh, it's know, the quaint, Danish capital of America. Quaint, uh, european I'm looking for something in a more of an adobe. <laughs> <laughs> I really want we don't tile. have it here. Lots and lots of tile. Um, and thank you for asking. No, I don't think I would hire this particular architect. I think what's important to understand about medium density residential, and we're seeing it a lot now that I live out in the burbs, it's hard to identify one neighborhood from the other. Absolutely. And you'd want to have something that makes it unique to each area. And so, you know, why not play up the whole graveyard thing? Ghosts. Think about how many people would live there because it's themey and oh, weird. The oh, the goth, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would definitely. Like, it would just be like all lined with umbrellas along the street so you're never in the sunshine. Yeah, but Roberta, we're trying to design to a certain efficiency. We can be that efficient. The, that the developers asked for so that they can just crap these things out one after the other. Well, think about a graveyard. How efficient is that? Yeah. You just... Bodies on top of bodies. Poop, 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 poop. Or a graveyard. Yeah. Okay. Where they just make gravy. <laughs> I'd know. go to that graveyard. Yeah. Those lumps. But I still have trouble saying poontee. Poutine. Poutine? You can't say it. Poutine. Poutine. I can't say it. Poutine. Poutine. <laughs> I just poo teen <laughs> for our Canadian listeners. Poo in it. Poo. Is that like teenage poo? It's it, poutine. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Dominic. The show has reached a new level. <laughs> ah, so now that we asked the big question, now here's the little question. It is time for alive or dead. Dead, dead, dead. <sighs> it's where I ask my. 
friends in front of me, Jeff, Graham, and Vince, if these architects, celebrities, design professionals, if they are alive or dead. As I mentioned before, Toby Hooper, director of Poltergeist, checks this Chainsaw Massacre 1 and 2, was once quoted as saying, you've got to send a physical sensation through and not let them off the hook. I like to make it faster and faster and faster and pumping and banging until I get into you. Toby Hooper, alive or dead. Jeff? Um, Vince used the same speech when he coached his kids' uh, baseball team, uh, which was inappropriate. Um, and I say he's dead. Vince? Sure, dead. And Graham? I'll be contrarian. He's got to be alive somewhere. He is dead. He died August 26, 2017. Wait, wait. I said alive somewhere. I'm still right. Yeah, he's haunting some neighborhood. He someplace. is haunting. Wait, are we going to get existential on this one because of the... No. I vote no because I'm I'm the producer. Oliver Robbins. He played young Robbie Freeling. Hmm. Boy eaten by a tree and strangled by a clown. <laughs> Graham Taylor, alive or dead? I'm guessing dead because, I mean, anybody that's a child movie star in the 80s had to have done a lot of coke and <laughs> just gotten into bad bad well and bad. Pa- and passed around you know yep. all, oh, all oh, right the Corys. <laughs> yep. oh, as we laugh about that <laughs> oh god vince galia oliver robbins aka robbie freeling alive or dead i want to say alive just to be contrarian <laughs> and jeff the career is dead but i think he's alive he is alive he's alive at 46 he makes a lot of appearances at cons horror cons yeah, that's how you can make some Cash. He was in Airplane so, 2. He was in Airplane 2. He was in Airplane he was 2. The, boy, the little boy in Airplane hey, 2. Hey, you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was like that kid, <laughs> but in part 2. Was he eaten by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> you ever I'd see a grown movie. man naked? Bigot. <laughs> he went to hang out by the gymnasium. <laughs> Vincent J. Galea. <laughs> yes. Ramon. Dead. Pritzker Prize winning Spanish architect Ramon, I'm going to totally slaughter this, Velata. Velata? Velata? Well, since you slaughtered it, I'm going to say Vala- dead. Velata. Velalta. Velalta? Well, you get Velalta. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Stroke voice. <laughs> Alive or dead? Dead. Jeff Alive. Alive. Going, going dead. Going dead. Not dead yet, but going dead. <laughs> On the way. Mostly dead. Uh, he's going down that road. Definitely going to die. <laughs> so you're saying alive? He said alive. I said dead. Maybe he's in dead. like a vegetative state. He is alive at 58. Huh. 58? Yeah. So it's mostly right. Where'd you put him on the list then? Because he's alive. <laughs> Martin Casella, a.k.a. Marty in Poltergeist. He's also a playwright, screenwriter, and former assistant to Steven Spielberg, Martin Casella. Jeff Walensky, alive or dead? I'm going to say alive. I saw his face Graham? fall off. Didn't, doesn't that kill people? <laughs> I know. All you need is to splash. Like I a swear little, he's water. dead. A little acid. <laughs> he just melted. I mean, this is like Indiana Jones melting of the face in... in right? 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. Sorry, if I saw parts of my face starting to fall off, mm-hmm. I would be tapping it back into place, not tearing it yeah, off. Kept yeah, tearing thank it you. Off. Yeah. I would it must tap. have been itchy. I would tap. That's why you don't it was like do an infection. special effects in movies. And then I would be wrapping that shit up with like gauze or mm-hmm. towel or be like, the guys, mind. my face is falling off. Band-aid. I would be like, He's dead. He's Paper dead. Paper towels. Vincent? Alive. He is very much alive, <sighs> but no one knows how old he is. I'm it's like, a mystery. I'm over. I'm just gonna start guessing the other way. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> and finally, too bad it's not like Price is Right rules. Pritzker Prize-winning Chilean architect Alejandro Aravena, alive or dead? Vincent Jagalia. Dead. Jeff. Alive. Because I don't know. And Graham. It has to be dead. Five for five, Graham. Oh. <laughs> He's alive at 51. Help. Stop guessing what I'm guessing. Vince at three. And Jeff, perfect score of five. Unbelievable. This has never happened. This that has never I, happened. I really don't know what to say. Did you um, research? There's so when many people to thank. Nothing. Um, me? I know. Wait for, first and foremost, season. me. It is our last se- It is our last episode of season Wait, two. What? Again, thanks everyone for listening. Our listenership has been up exponentially. Subscribers, etc. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's all word of mouth, um, which I appreciate. Feel free to uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Starkitects Podcast. We also have our website, Starkitectspodcast.com. You can also write to us, info at Starkitectspodcast.com. Join us next season when we will be introducing our microcast, Arcaspeak. Our swag store will be launched. You bumper can, stickers, please. There'll be bumper stickers. Yes! There'll be buttons. There'll be patches. There'll be t-shirts. Get ready for it. All yours. If the price is right. Plus shipping and handling. Novelty tees. <laughs> also, Band- next season, I get to leave. I get to leave us on a cliffhanger. Some people will be returning. Some people won't be returning. Someone will be pregnant. Who's the father? Who knows? No one knows. Well, you know it ain't me. <laughs> Sorry. Do we? No can do. <laughs> the podcast. The podcast. Sorry. No can do. Yeah, Vince Galea, you are not the father. <laughs> and again, thank you, Welcome thank you, thank you. I want to thank... the obvious. <laughs> I want to thank Tom Navarez specifically um, for getting us up and out the door Keeping me honest and getting our episodes posted, though sometimes not so timely. I also have Jeff to thank for that as well. But, Tom, you make us shine like a diamond. Thank you and thank you and thank you. Thank you to Jeff. Thank you to Vince. And, of course, thank you to Graham, my guest today. And that's it. Good night, Ned. Starkitects is a Pinzac production. Executive producers, Roberta Pennington and Jeff Walensky. Logo by Joel Walensky. Technical direction by Tom Navarez. Music by Better Is the Enemy. Your reviewers today were Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Your Starkitect, Graham Taylor. Opinions of the show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Follow Starkitects, the podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website, starkitectspodcast.com. Me, I'm Eliza Allen, and I'm done.